Yeah. Well, who cares about any of this quality? Yeah, I don't care hey. anymore. If if uh, if we're if we're recording now, I, I think you're on Slip Angle Show, and I'm Adam. And who else do we have with us? Austin. I'm Austin. And, and, and hi, Austin. Hi, Adam. Uh, you're probably sounding way better than the rest of us because we're on Skype. Yeah, and we're recording straight through the mixer, so I got that yeah. that straight audio. Waka we got, Flocka uh, we got would our be new, proud. Our new friends uh, uh, from uh, Maximum Driftcast on here that were at Grid Life South this weekend. Who are they? Uh, I don't know. Um, Corey and uh, Ryan Church. Yeah, and this is uh, Tommy Cruz's. Yeah. <laughs> the, I am the, Ricardo Montalban. Uh, so we got, we got Sam and Paco from Maximum Driftcast. What's up, dudes? Oh, hey. What's up? Uh, I love what, Sam's yeah, sound, voice, but I can never tell if he's annoyed with sound, me. Yeah, sound, <laughs> sound a little more excited, man. No, you're catching me at the end of a uh, very long edit day. So, uh, you know, you're, you're interrupting my quality personal time, but I'll let it slide. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> Is this... <laughs> This must be what it's like when we make people call our podcast at the end of the day, <laughs> and they have to feign enthusiasm. I kid. That's rude. I kid. I, I'm not. I would never say that. <laughs> in reality, Sam was playing Overwatch. So no, actually, I haven't played in a couple of days. Let's let's. I haven't played since I've been back. Actually, I wow. would like to be playing video games right now. But I, that's probably what I'm going to do afterwards. After I uh, look in my fridge that doesn't have any food in it, a couple more times. See, if you're real awesome, you'd just be playing Overwatch right now while you're talking to us. I know. What if I am? Who's he saying? You could be. That's what I would do. I'm, I don't I'm, know what that thing is. I'm but. using the BRZO app to uh, look at cars. Stop doing that. <laughs> That's such a bad, it's a bad it's thing It's so for dangerous. You. Have a place to put that. so dangerous. Well, I have uh, no space. What is that? What does that do? So, yeah, uh, what is that? The BRZO app is an app uh, that I got turned on to by our, our buddies over at DWA. Uh, I guess their friend made it, but it's a, a Craigslist search engine app. So all you do, you can, it's, it's just for cars though. So it lets you search Craigslist from all over the world. Uh, and you can put in all the normal search criteria you could on Craigslist. So ASL. It's like a less yes, a- AS- ASL, um, Maybe all of that you. jazz. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard to find cars on Craigslist because the database is so shitty. Is that like not database? The uh, the interface is so shitty. Is that like the cleaner way to look for cars on Craigslist? Yeah, like it's it's super easy, and you can save your searches. So you don't have to configure it every time. Oh, it's great for Paco because so, he wants to buy like five more shitty cars in the next hour. Yeah, yeah it, it's perfect. Uh, I heard he's in the market for a Buick Riata or some shit. Like no, that. he already has one, dumbass. He got that. He got that. Yep. He's had that for a while. Well, when you have one of those, you need more of those. I have so many Honda Civics. <laughs> Paco was thinking that, like, hey, like I would like a nice front-wheel drive sports car that I can easily modify and has like a lot of aftermarket following. So he's like, oh, I got to be a Coretta. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge, huge yeah. aftermarket following for those, right? Makes sense. Yep. <laughs> as, as a fact, here in Arizona, we have the biggest uh riata salvage yard in the united states so take that is that because like 90 percent of them were sold to people that retired and like had moved to arizona yeah they all, they, all, they all roll around <laughs> they currently all roll around sun city arizona yeah. with like 1992 dunlops on them still. and the uh the, the yard that he's talking about is just some old guy's backyard that has three of them because that's all that's, all that's the most <laughs> well funny thing actually i went to pick this one up from california uh, where, okay. where, like Palm Palm Springs? 
Palm Springs. Yeah. <laughs> That's so predictable, man. Is that your Sun City? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's where everyone goes to retire around yeah. here. Palm that's Springs. That's where people die. That's where that's where people go to die. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but the car was owned by a young kid who uh, got it from his grandmother. It. <laughs> it was very confused and mistaken in his life. And, uh, <laughs> yep. It was I'll a scared boy. I think we need to put a turbo on that thing. Well, I have a Grand Prix supercharged. I bought it just to swap the engine into the Riata. So is that a uh, thing people do? Uh-huh. Excuse me? Is that a thing that people do? Well, uh, not necessarily. It's been done, but <laughs> it is. It <laughs> no is one should. It's pretty much the same platform, same 60-degree uh, V6. Uh, like, it's extremely similar. Dude, so it's been, yeah, it's been done. Like people people have put like North Stars on on the Riatas. It's pretty much like every front wheel drive, uh, mid to full size GM car. They all like like Legos. Um, can you put that? So it's currently got like a three point eight, thirty eight hundred V six or whatever. Uh, yeah, the three the three point eight. Yep. Can you put the uh, the front wheel drive LS in that thing? Yep. or no? The LQ really? LQ I think it is. I think those are the coolest things ever. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Yeah. LS4. Yeah, the LS4 from the Monte Carlo SS or the Impala yeah. SS. Yeah, it there's, should be there's, some dude, there's some dude in my neighborhood that rolls around with one on straight pipes and it's front-wheel drive, and I think it's <laughs> rad. Love loud front-wheel drive V8 cars. Like the old Tornados that probably have all the torque steering. Oh, the, old, the old 455 Tornados, man? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I want. I want a. I want one of the GMC uh, RVs that came with a Tornado drivetrain, the front wheel drive. Yep. I think those are great. I found one for six grand a few months ago. What a deal! What? Super tempted. <laughs> Every time Sam talks, I laugh. <laughs> Too good of a deal to not buy when Paco hears about some random ass car that exists. <laughs> I've been listening to your stupid show too much. Every time Sam talks, I laugh, and it, hey. it's, not, it's literally not going to be good for the quality of this show. <laughs> I can't wait until uh, till I have like some very serious news to give, like, oh, hey, I ran over your dog, and people are like, oh, you. That's funny. <laughs> Silly goose. Oh, Sam. Uh, okay. yeah, I can't I, wait to have you guys on our shitty podcast too so you guys I, I would, can I would, I would, I would totally not do that if i were you your podcast is doing too well uh, <laughs> it would it would com- we'd completely kill it but but we'll happily talk about grid life on your show if you do if you ab- absolutely are strapped for guests <laughs> no i mean we have we have uh we did a little bit of our grid life talk obviously on the special episode there i'd like i want to get pat good on this week uh because he's the one that we gave our You Did It award to, which yeah, the, for the those one. on this show that are not aware, that's our award that we we awarded to a drift car driver that did something silly. We we're hoping that someone would flip their car or something stupid. That never happened. Actually, there was relatively few incidents, but uh, but Pat Pat's car didn't break, which is why we awarded it to him, because his car is broken nonstop throughout the year. And he drove like a banshee. Yeah, that was uh, it, he was ridiculous. They were all really good. It's ridiculous. Yeah, surprising. It was surprising how how well put together everyone was. Like I think we had two toes, maybe three, which and is like, like yeah. three days, three days of drifting road Atlanta, especially with some programs, you know. And most toes were because of cars going into the kitty litter, not necessarily breaking or wreckage. Yeah, I think we only had like one car break um, right at the top of twelve, and they kind of pushed it off and it rolled down the hill, and it was, it was yeah. okay. But 
Um, so, so it was obviously your guys' first grid life event and, uh, what, uh, what it, and it was our first one at Road Atlanta. So it was a bit of a, uh, learning experience for us, but, um, what'd you guys think of our little, uh, our little crap wagon, uh, you know, that we took down to Road Atlanta and opened the gates and had a fair. Bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen no, better. Bad. <laughs> right, it was pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> No, it was rad. It was. Uh, I, I didn't know what to expect going in, other than just drift party, and uh, yeah, it's such a massive, good. crazy, huge track, and uh, and yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it was. It, it it was very different than my expectations, I think, because I'd seen like the um, what's I'd seen like the Gingerman Circuit videos, and there seemed yeah. to be a lot more drunken uh, teenagers there. Not teenagers, you know, drunken twenty-one-year-old consenting adults. Yeah. All yeah. yeah, all carded, all carded and legal. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. We don't need to joke about that. Yeah. That's, that's bad. That's a bad thing. But yeah, there's. I'm sure that I, I expected more debauchery. But I think because the first year and a new crowd, they they are not as comfortable being debaucherous yet. That's not to say there wasn't some debauchery. There's a lot of uh, dudes with their shirts off, getting <laughs> extremely sunburnt, and yeah. uh, being drunk by noon. Very yeah, and at night noon. there were it's people just, like surfing yeah. on the top of freaking golf carts and stuff. Yeah, was, I support all that. <laughs> I wanted more of that, so hopefully next year there is more of that. Assuming that that we're invited. Back. Did uh, Did you guys hear that the all like almost all the recent deaths in Road Atlanta history yeah. have been, have been from golf cart incidents? Yep. Really? Like four, yeah. like four people have died there. <laughs> it's and such a crazy. It, it's the craziest stat I've ever heard, and it freaked me out because at like 3 a.m., Austin and I were riding on the roof of a golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's that's one of the major factors. And here are the factors. One, you're very upset because golf carts there cost $160 a day, which it's to give so you a good big. comparison, uh, the we, we ran into like Enterprise, I think. You could get like a Porsche Cayman for $200 a day. Yeah. So the, these these $3,000 new golf carts cost maybe about as about as much as a porsche came in rental so you're mad about that two you're drunk because road atlanta and then three it's got some awesome terrain that just makes you want to who in the fuck out of a golf cart (laughs) so i mean i feel like that's a clean way to die like that'll get you into valhalla if you believe in the viking norse code (laughs) what is it about car guys you put them on golf carts and they just all act like idiots because it's not like a real car yeah I feel like it's like a it's like a toy car. It's like the equivalent of a child in like the little uh, red and yellow like a pedal car, car things. Yeah, yeah. The cozy yeah. coop. The cozy <laughs> coop. Yeah, it's like uh, you can there's just there's a cozy coop two feet from me right now. Oh, awesome! You actually have like the yeah. classic red and yellow thing. Yeah, dude, it's a uh, it's a 30th anniversary special too. 79 to 09, baby. What does one of those units cost these days? I think Paco is probably trying to look to enhance his stable. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I th- I think it was a gift at the baby shower, and I don't actually give a crap. <laughs> wow. I wish you cared yeah. about your kid more. Yeah, I know. don't really care. I did. <laughs> I did actually write. I did actually use it in an article that I wrote about alignments. You so, did? Yeah. That is a yeah, true it's story. Because we bent it. We bent, We were playing around, and my, my kid and I bent the wheels, and now it has mad camber. So. <laughs> you should oh, have yes. brought it and put it in the car show. No, it wouldn't have done very well. It's got some scratches. Yeah. <laughs> We should, have, we should have brought little Tony. Remember little Tony, Sam? Oh, yeah, little Tony Stewart. Someone took a uh, little kid's car like that. That was Tony Stewart's car and put in some uh, more powerful. Oh, you did, Apaka. It's your car. You're, yes. You put in some more powerful batteries into it, so it, it, it hauls ass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like, like a power wheel? It's a, it's yeah, a, on crack. It's power wheels. 
Yeah, can't you, you can put like crazy batteries in like big motors, like brushless motors and uh, Yeah, you can get those like, brushless motors that produce a lot of torque. I just did like twenty four volts and yeah. uh, two uh, plastic buckets on each like a plastic bucket on each rear tire. Oh yes, yeah, so drift, yeah. Yeah, Sam Sam drove it like in front of my house. I was throwing some mad donuts once. Yeah, I think rips. Like I, I definitely <laughs> would like to invest in one of those someday again when I have a house. If you disrespect it, it actually will. It it it'll pull a wheelie on you, troll you on your back. Yeah, she will. She's a little bit feisty. She will yeah, toss you off. <laughs> the the uh, the power wheel. There's like a whole scene of modding power wheels. Yeah, there's a whole. I think there's a whole like, like forum. Night. For one night, I was researching it because my buddy got my buddy got a powers power wheels for his for his powers. Girlfriend. No powers wheel. That's right. Powers <laughs> wheel. Powers wheel. I, it's like 11, 11 o'clock here. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> New segment on the show presented by Adam Jabay is called yeah, Powers on the Wheels. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> it's uh, Power Wheels. Anyway, anyways, wheel. yep. I, I love the Paco anyways, and I use it at least five times over the PA or at Road Atlanta. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I got Sam using it plenty of times this weekend. So, so how did it, how did live announcing go? It was too. I was I could hear like brief little things when you when the drift cars were quiet because I was up on the straightaway releasing cars with Nick Swan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was monitoring the radio to make sure, like you know, there wasn't fire and death down at the other side of the hill. Right. Um, and and I heard you calling us Cone Man, but uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's about all I heard. We're we're trying to hype up the crowd because uh, because you know what else are you gonna get excited about when there's an open track and you've already exhausted your like five minutes of uh, dialogue that you can talk about without having anything happen. So then I was like, "Okay, hey, was that the Cone Man?" It's, no, 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 don't be, don't apologize. That's our job, you know. We take our job. It's like a movie. So, it's like Nick throw, Swan throw, is Cone Man. Yep. <laughs> At that distance, we couldn't de- we couldn't tell who was who. You guys just look like ten little dots. So that's mm-hmm. why in one 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 time we're like, "Hey, hello, you up there in the hill?" And I think uh, Nick turned around and was like, "Oh, hi." And everybody <laughs> in the crowd saw that, and it was like, "Oh, hey, hi." <laughs> the crowd did it. The crowd actually grew pretty good by Saturday night. It was pretty rad. Yeah, but Saturday, Sunday, ridiculous. Sunday was sweet. Yeah, yeah give it to Waka. He knows how to put a show. I, I think if yeah, uh, you gotta I, give it to Waka. He knows how to put a show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if we do this event for a few years, it's gonna look pretty good down there and turn ten eight and B. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean Saturday. Saturday crowd was awesome. I can't. I don't know the numbers because it's all blur. But you know, it's definitely. Not not FD numbers, but you know there was there was a lot of people there, and it was uh, a lot easier to announce and talk to a large group of people. So we learned that that was cool. Yeah, it was it was uh, overall. I think it was a pretty successful first weekend for us. But uh, and we appreciate awesome. you guys coming. So yeah, well, thank you for having us. We uh, I, I, we try to crack as many dad jokes as possible. I think <laughs> I think my all time my favorite one um, was was when a guy was in the kitty litter and they couldn't get him out. And then I pulled Paco aside for a second, like, you know, but still on mic. I was like, hey, Paco, like, has anyone really considered that this litter box is that big? What if there's a giant fucking cat? I didn't say fucking, but (laughs) how big is the cat that uses this litter box? Like, Can we maybe get that cat to, like, get this person out of the car? And if not, like, is this cat going to hurt that person? And then I think about I think 90% of people that were listening were like, what the fuck what is this guy talking about? about? Like 10% that, that either knew our, our style of humor or just are really intelligent people that understand cool jokes. Like they, they were losing it a little bit. So did you, that was the biggest success. Did you happen to slip a, not the prettiest in? 
No, um, I think I think we did do one of those. Oh yeah, you have, you have to. <laughs> gonna... Oh man, yeah, it's, it's definitely funny to see like how people react when you're pretending to be a, a total retard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like, we did. Uh, we were pretty pretty normal, and and I noticed that as the dancing went on, like the first one, we were just trying to the first session that we did ever. We were just trying to pretty much do like FD announcing sort of stuff, which is really really hard when it's just car back to back to back to back to back to back. Because yeah. there is no time to actually talk about anything. Yeah, so, yeah. It, norm, normally, Formula Drift has like what, like a minute or five minutes between runs. So. Right. So we were yeah. we were stuck trying to, um, you know, like oh, here comes a card on the hill. Here comes the other card on the hill. Oh, that's a card on the hill. Yeah. So we're trying to announce the things that were happening, but then we we, we realized uh, as as the sessions commenced that we uh, had to. Or, or, you know, we found the ability to space them out and bring in other topics and not just say, oh, a red car going down the yeah. hill. A- Adam and I have been there before. We we had an indoor karting night back in February with, like, 20-second laps. And yeah, was terrible. Yeah, there were, like, 10 carts on track, and you're trying to keep up with it all, and it's just a constant thing for, like, eight minutes. So it doesn't work. Never again. It's not a thing. Never not a again. Thing you can do. Yeah, I feel like the happy medium is to like do like maybe like fifty fifty, so you can like say what's happening on track, but then you can segue into another thing that is of interest, hopefully. Dick jokes. Dick jokes. <laughs> Dick yeah. jokes. Fart jokes. One of the funny things, uh, and actually, uh, when we were calling the cars in, uh, this this kid, uh, Lucas Char with a Lexus IS yeah. 100. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Airlift. Lucas. Yeah, Luke's yeah, been driving because- us forever. Yeah. Yeah, we kept calling it. Uh, oh, here comes a four focus, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the fans were going crazy. It <laughs> really did look like a focus a silhouette from afar, and yeah, we'd always refer to it as the focus. And then, no, without the, for some reason without the rear bumper, it just looked even more flat on the rear. Yeah, it, it just looked like a four door, and so we just kept pretending like, oh, you know, like these focus come with this new drift mode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've seen, we've seen Bond getting to make fun of him about. Yeah, and it's the yeah. only car that wasn't like slammed either. Every other car was, you know, drift car low, and he was actually at like a wide height and and on airbags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he 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 slammed it when he parked it, and then up it goes. It's it's kind of weird to see a drift yeah. car like hop up two inches in grid. That's the, awesome. Yeah, Luke, Lucas, uh, he actually started driving with us uh, with our Honda Meet event that we've been doing since '04, and. Like, I think he started doing track days with us, and, and uh, he, for a while he was an instructor with us, and then he started drift, drifting. So, yeah, he's been uh, a Michigan local buddy for a while. So, yeah, he followed us. A lot of Michigan dudes followed us down. Michigan, oh, yeah. Chicago, Wisconsin followed us down to Atlanta. I couldn't believe it. it was like half or two thirds of the paddock. Almost. Yeah, it was pretty pretty ridiculous. Yeah. How the long track, of a commute is that? Twelve, oh, good twelve hours. I, twelve to fourteen with a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That's too long. Yeah, it's pretty freaking long, man. It took me about 16 both ways because I was falling asleep like the whole time. Yeah, I don't know how people do the whole driving long distances thing because even driving to California, which is like five hours, I'm asleep behind the wheel by like hour two. It's so bad. <laughs> I need more stimulation than just like the straight line road between places. Well, you just got to take a girl with you. Road be- Isn't there like a 10 or 20 mile straight road between Phoenix and LA? More than that. Like, oh, easily. Uh, say, easily. You know, on on turning there's got to be i don't know like back to back to back but like without actually having to move your wheel i'd say maybe i don't know 40 percent of the trip is about that paco can chime in yeah pretty much it's just boring straight line 
the, the, the landscape doesn't change at all. You get more rocks. Sometimes there's less rocks. Sometimes there's more rocks. <laughs> so you got that going for you. Yeah. Sam got pulled over by a, by a plane once. Yeah, that was that, cool. Yeah. <laughs> pulled over by an airplane? When you see those, you know, you see those signs that say like, uh, speed monitored by, by air radar or whatever the fuck. Yeah, those are those are real apparently, <laughs> and I thought that that was not a real thing. So what happened was we we're driving back. Uh, just I think I don't know if this is my current STI or my last WRX, but um, I was driving at like eighty in a pack of like five just regular other random cars, and we're all going like eighty in the middle of the desert, and it's just what you do because there's nothing around, even though the speed limit's sixty-five. And then we passed like this uh, overpass and on the top of the overpass were like five cop cars that then all pulled off and pulled over every one of us and gave us all tickets and said like, we have your speed uh, recorded by an airplane above you. <laughs> so it's like, Jeez. it is such like a money grab. It is, it is, and this is like a small town. Like this wasn't the actual town, but you know, it's one of those towns that has the name of a, a another country. Like this was a, or this was Mexico. Baghdad, Arizona. Yeah. Like, like you said, Holland, Holland, uh, Michigan, Michigan, or whatever. Yeah. This is like Miami, Arizona, or like <laughs> you know, we one of those have, places. We do have like that in Miami. Yeah. At least they're keeping you safe, you know, from all the bad things that could happen at 80 miles an hour. Yeah, 80 miles cars. an hour in the middle of the desert with in a brand new there. car with Im- immense structural abilities like a Subaru and airbags and yeah. speed rated tires to 180. <laughs> and I usually I usually fight tickets and I usually get them like reduced or something. I'll like just show up to court and be like, hey, yeah, I did that, but reduce it, please. And they usually do. Uh, but in this case, because it is like four-hour drive to get there. I'm sure they just count on everyone not doing it, which I didn't. I just paid the $200 and like, ah, you got me, fucker. Here's your $200. <laughs> thousand bucks in two minutes. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, the speeding tickets, uh, that's the best part of, for me, like I used to get a lot of speeding tickets when I was like 18. Um, mm-hmm. Like five, six, you know, it was bad. I got my license broke. suspended. Uh, me too. That's the best part of like <laughs> doing track events. Like it really took a lot of the speed out of me on the street. Like I just don't feel yeah. like speeding because I need money to do track events. Yeah, I think that also comes with just age and maturity. But like, yeah, at the time, I yeah. really, I really like driving my five O Mustang at eighty miles an hour down public streets. Yeah, <laughs> the, the noises are fun. Yeah, it's true. I think that's just the Mustang mentality, though. That's why you just drive everywhere yeah. in first gear. Mm-hmm. The noises. Yeah, yeah, the rap, noises. V eight noises. Um, yeah. How did uh, how did you dudes start doing like a drift podcast? Where did this come from for you? Well, first of all, Paco's parents about- Paco's parents had sex with each other and Paco came out. Some <laughs> many months later. And many months. Paco, you take it from here. Tell me about your first few years. So my first few years <laughs> in in the United States. No, I were, were illegal. And his current years yeah. still always, illegal. Well, always been illegal. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think that's true. <laughs> uh Drift yeah, Podcast. Actually, sure. <laughs> uh, Drift podcast. Uh, I think Corey. We uh, I think Corey so, and Paco. Well, I talked I, about it a little bit, and then yeah, like I, me. You know, Corey, yeah, Corey and I used to be roommates, mm-hmm. and with benefits, were, you could say. Yeah, with benefits, <laughs> and we were oh, trying okay. to come up with an idea for something. So we tried to make like a like a YouTube show with a green screen, and we were just like <clears throat> kind of like giving like car news and stuff like that, and. Uh, the problem was like it, it, it required a lot of editing and a lot of work, and we were pretty busy. So 
we can just come in with different ideas and trying to make something, some kind of show. And one and day, thought, he who likes up. editing and work? Sam does. Let's let's bring <laughs> him does. in. He loves it. <laughs> so yeah. we talked to Sam. Hey, man, let's make let's do a podcast. <laughs> it's gonna be pretty easy, pretty simple, and pretty straightforward. And on my own end, though, uh, I was actually doing uh, like conceptual planning for a show that I'm not a complete asshole asshole on. So like a more serious version of Driver on Driver, where it's just actually talking to people for like an hour. Um, and, and talking about real stuff and then this happened to work out great because then I didn't have to do that project and here we are <laughs> yeah that uh, you can only do so many pro- projects yeah you you, uh, you, sh- you do video and uh, and photo stuff for a living pretty much right Sam? Uh, 100% yeah I, I stopped valeting cars uh, about two years ago now um, and then for the last like mm, I guess 12 years now I've been doing photo work the last four doing video work and only the last two doing it full time because before that I was valeting I managed valet accounts so let me tell you all the cars I've farted I've farted in just about every car <laughs> I can think of <laughs> Ferraris I even have Veyron I farted in Veyron once that was pretty sweet it's like this oh. guy let's say this guy like worked really hard for his car like let's say it's not like a trust fund kid or or whatever like this guy started like a multinational corporation and and works his ass off and doesn't see his family and travels around the world and you know his one thing that he loves is like his bugatti veyron that he bought and it's like you know he's got to bring it to this fancy restaurant and like you got a valet it's the only way to do it and like he pays me like 100 bucks to keep it up front and and then i get in the car and i fart in it and it's like that just <laughs> Like, what does that do? Like, if he knew that, like, this is that that just ruins it for him. Like, you'd have to sell the car because, like, this this is 18 year old punk guy just just farted in his, his million dollar car. So, that's what I did. Well, that's you just, cool. you, did you give it back and <laughs> told him you filled it up a little with gas? Yo, <laughs> that's a that good zinger. That's, that's kind of Austin's zinger. That's yeah, his, it's pretty yeah, par, that's pretty par, par for the course. course. <laughs> Is that what is, is this a repeat? Is that a repeat you singer? He's used that one before. No, oh, no, oh, he probably okay. has. They, no, I don't think I have. Them. He's also the king of the puns, and uh, and and I'm the and I just groan. I groan at all the puns. Yeah, they get pretty bad. <laughs> oh, so many puns, but uh, one of, one of our grid workers, uh, Bowie, whose trailer Austin and I slept in this weekend, um, he. Uh, he said he was going to hit Austin with a microphone if he got into a sea of puns and, and couldn't get out. <laughs> but, but luckily, Austin was pretty well behaved when we had Bowie on the show. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, I didn't want him to have a sure SM48 punch through his brain. But that, what, hurt, uh, that hurt a little what bit. Were the, what were the trailer after hours like? So after your today ends and you, you three smelly dudes hop into like one trailer, what would you guys? Oh, we had like six dudes in it. We had six dudes in it. Good. So it got hotter. It was yeah. actually the trailer was mainly used just for sleeping. We'd hang out outside the trailer, and slowly yeah. the attrition and people would just like head into the trailer over time. And Adam and I were always the last ones. Yeah, yeah. we had we had we had a bed outside where we'd make love, and then the, the trailer was was air <laughs> where you had sex. You made love outside, and then you had the dirty sex inside. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk to Sam. I'm too tired. <laughs> Judgmental, Sam. Get him. I'm not, I'm not judging. Love can be in many. Love takes many forms. I've heard. Yeah, you know, we we tried to keep the trailer clean, but it, you know, it just got dirty. So. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a race trailer with like fold down bunk beds and shit. And an air conditioner. Who cares about the beds? It had an air conditioner. 
Yeah, nice. we plugged we plugged that thing into the RV power, and we had that thing uh, freezing us the whole weekend. So that was nice. It was wonderful because because we we needed to stay nice and close to grid, so we didn't have to find our way to tech and driver meeting stuff in the morning. Because so we stayed right there. I, yeah, I so, kind of think I might have yeah. still been drunk when I woke up on Sunday. Minimal. Yeah. It was a minimal sleep weekend. Yes. Um, they usually are. But uh, I think I got the least amount of sleep in any grid life at this grid life. So, Yeah, I imagine the setup at that track was very difficult, uh, as we can attest to, because of our uh, our microphone setup not being uh, good. <laughs> yeah, nothing, like, nothing wanted to work easily there. Um, yeah. Yeah, but luckily, the... Uh, Luckily, the sound guys set something up for you, which could work in turn 10A, 10B, which is the most important part. No, but, dogs, we set it up. I don't know if you know oh, that. Like, you we, yeah, yeah, we had to like, scavenge for parts and like, I, run around I thought, and ask I thought they set up. Uh, I, I thought they set up microphone, or, uh, speakers for you, at least. No, I mean, they, they, they said that they had speakers, and then we're like, can we have those speakers? And they're like, yeah, they're in the corner. And then we grabbed them. <laughs> we, well, the next time, next time we'll have this figured out. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Like I understand it's a new event, and and I'm, I was thinking we were joking to ourselves, like if Corey's there and he's never going to listen to this podcast, that doesn't matter. Like if Corey's there, he's just gonna be like, I'm gonna, I'm going to take the day off. Like he's just be like, well, speakers aren't set up. I'm done. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but Paco and I uh, were problem solvers, and we're like, oh, we're not just going to sit around. So we uh, we figured out how to make stuff work, and then typically, yeah. uh, so typically, we're we started texting. If if we have a problem at a grid life, we just make Holly fix it usually. So yep. you should have made Holly fix it. Yep. I think she did actually. She was the one. Maybe she or I don't remember who was the one that got us the in with the uh, speaker men that allowed us to steal their speakers. But yeah, Holly and Grant are the are the in with speaker men. Speaker men, just one step down from Cone Man. <laughs> Cone Man is actually on the uh, the the top of the food chain. I've heard. Cause, yeah, cause well, he was at not the top of the hill at least. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I, I heard he doesn't have any friends, though, because he's a drifter. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> so bad. Uh, so bad. Like that one was uh, really coning it in. <laughs> anybody got any worse ones? Sorry, I thought, I thought you guys might let that slide. I was going to say... Oh, gonna... hold on. No, that's, that was really good. We appreciate that. <laughs> He said, "Let it slide," and we're drift guys. So that's a funny joke. Yeah. The drifter, the drifter didn't have any friends, but the grip, the grip driver didn't have any fans. Ooh. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, who, who watches? Because it's not a spectator sport. Yeah, I got, I got it, I got it. I don't know. NASCAR has a, a good amount of fans, from what I can tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I mean, you, dude. you watch NASCAR, right? But they're there for the crashes. Yeah. And the, and the and the fights. My mom actually watches it like with the intent to watch. She's a big uh, JoJo Logano fan. Ah. Uh, Do you guys remember the first time you ever saw drifting? <laughs> yep. What? Yep. When was it? It was uh, Irwindale, twenty eleven or twenty twelve. Okay. Like like watching it live. Yeah, or that just like knowing about it. Watch. What about knowing about it? Knowing oh, about no. it. I, and I, I, uh, I, I'll talk first at least. Uh, I knew about it just because of uh, Initial D. When oh, I there was, you go. Uh, a wee lad. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still got my my DVDs in the basement. Yeah, but yeah. Initial D. Love that show. It's not necessarily about drifting, you know. It's kind of like it's about it's about love and the the human spirit. Yes. It's pretty much uh, about drifting, though. It's pretty much but, about uh, drifting. Uh, <laughs> 
No, but I mean, I remember to me, like the, the first time that I actually knew what Drift was about, it was with uh, playing Gran Turismo 1 and 2. I don't know if you guys remember, but every time you went into a race, before going into the <clears throat> race itself, it will ask you grip or drift. And that would yeah, change. Yeah, I remember that. That would change the way the car behaved, like in like completely. And I was. It's like, funny what, that, what that games this? have to do that because, like, the, the, I still haven't played a game and I haven't played a racing game in a very long time. But there, there weren't yeah, games I mean, that actually could do actual drift physics, like without having to change the physics of the game. Yeah, they've been gone for quite a while, Sam. Yeah, I just <laughs> stopped giving shit. No, but I remember. I mean, dude, like Gran Turismo One, I was what, probably thirteen, twelve. This is like 1993. And I was like, why is this whole drift thing? And why is the car sliding? And why is this so cool? And why is it I, so cool? Yeah, and I remember <laughs> that was about that time where I probably started getting to understand there was such thing as an internet. <laughs> and it was still like, like very, very uh, underground. And I remember doing a search about like Gran Turismo and drift and what what was the difference, and uh, I think it was what uh, like some of those old option DVDs, yeah, uh, came up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah an option oh. magazine. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized that it was kind of like kind of like a sport. I was like, oh okay. And then Paco forgot about it for fifteen years after he googled <laughs> boobies, and then he had <laughs> what a what have been known as the, the boobies stage of Paco's life, which was the next 15 years or so. And then Paco, you found drifting again, right? I didn't Google for boobies. I Google for chichis. Chichis. That's what they call them where he's from, oh. which yeah. is down under. I believe that's what they call your, your place of home. Paco. Pretty much. The down under of America. Down under. It's like didn't the we have a restaurant. Didn't we have a restaurant in the U S called chichis for a while? Yeah. And you guys also had a very famous golfer. Are you talking about that uh, Puerto Rican place down the road, Cha Cha Cha? Fast and Furious reference. Did you guys get that? Because I, I, I hope <laughs> I would hope you would get a Cha 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 reference from Fast and the Furious, but looks like they did. I, I'm pretty good with Fast and Furious references. That that one, yeah, that one missed me. Yeah, I was I was All lost. Right, guys, well, uh, good conversation. I hope you uh, <laughs> like this on your podcast. I gotta go. I didn't realize you guys weren't serious car guys. <laughs> All right, brave. so let me let me set a scene for you, if you if you will. <laughs> yeah, if I, I will. can't remember this one. All right, so Brian Earl Spillner, right? He just saves right. uh, Toretto's life. Typical white and boy name. After after the the street races, uh, he he comes back to the house and he has whatever beer he wants, as long as it's a Corona, right? So he oh, gets yeah. <laughs> he gets that beer. And then he's talking to Mia in the kitchen, and he's he's staring all at her business, and he's into it, right? And then there's the uh, the other guy, Paco. Help me out. What's his name? Mesh shirt man. Uh, oh, the Maxima dude. Oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah Maxima man. Crabby. The crabby. one that was not in any other movie until like the sixth one, where he had a slight cameo or whatever. He comes in and he tells the Busta or whatever they call him at the time to. Uh, clean his car or something and then mia mia doesn't like that at all so she goes hey guy what is the name of that restaurant you want to take me to and he goes cha 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 yeah you can take me there (laughs) yeah at her and she goes you can can take take me there there. i remember the end and then the movie ended credits rolled and that was a great movie (laughs) i don't think that's how it ended dude
<laughs> my mom would always shut it off there uh, and said that 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 was it and that <laughs> that I should never street race. Actually, that movie, going back to Real Talk, that movie is the reason why I uh, got my license suspended because then I wanted to find, I immediately had to find where the illegals were in my area. Yep. And and I, I took my 93 Ford Probe GT. Nice. V6? V6? Yeah, oh, the GT. The GT. So it, of course it's a V6. Yeah, dog. And I took that out there and I did the illegals for like six months. It was it was some good times. Don't do it, kids. I don't think they even exist anymore, so kids can't. And then, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, no. Yeah. Illegal drag racing definitely doesn't exist. Oh, that's so that's what you meant when you said took it out to took it out to the illegals. Only, I, I thought since you were yeah, in Phoenix, you, you meant something completely different. Oh, well, I, in all seriousness, I don't think the, the illegals that I went Take to. Take so house. <laughs> yeah. I um, went to the no, illegals. I, I think illegal drag racing still exists. It's been around for about 75 years. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, at least in the same form of where we were, like, it was, like, a big thing during that era, and there was, like, hundreds and hundreds of people that would do it, and then, like, you go to a parking lot here at a certain, like, area, and then the cops would all roll in, and then you would move. Uh, you yeah. do that, like... You do that like six times and you drive out to the desert and then the cops will come and like then they'll tell you to move. But like they'll still like throw their lights on and chase you guys around and everyone drives away. And that's that. But for whatever reason, this one time they decided that it wasn't just going to like chase everyone out of there. Like they decided they were going to actually ticket everyone. And I didn't get the memo. So I, I ran from the cops. And then they created a roadblock. Oh, no. I, and then I, they told they took me out of my car and pushed me against the car and then pushed me on the ground. And they said, hey, kid quit that street the racing, racing days are over yeah essentially and they were because they took away my license <laughs> the end and cool start bro <laughs> what do you guys I, have any cool drag racing stories of losing uh, your license that that movie caused me to almost kill my college roommate so that was fun wow uh, go on yeah uh, we had a we had this like twisty road on uh on campus and it was fun and but there was a speed bump right in the middle of it and you had to take this you had to take speed bump straight because uh, if you didn't, it uh, you know you you got real crossed up, and there was a fence on one side, and there was a a little fence on the other side, like a like you know like like a four by four chunk of uh, treated wood and like big old posts and stuff, supposed to look yeah. decorative and shit. And what then were you driving? This, I was driving a ninety ninety one Honda Civic, and was lowered on skunk two springs with this big old oh, yeah. fart can. That's awesome. And uh, yeah. and it had it had a sweet seventy eight horsepower dual point injected with a four speed. Um, and, and so, and it handled like fine because it had like real tires on it and like some 16 inch wheels, which looked like 20s on that thing. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, so one time I went through the, the kink in the back road just a little too fast and I hit the speed bump, kind of crossed up just a little bit. Um, and it wouldn't have been a problem if I had some modicum of skill, um, <laughs> but I completely lacked that at the time. And and got into a big tank slapper and spun it into the only tree that I could have hit. Oh. <laughs> and and literally tacoed the whole car and my college roommate uh, was the the bottom of the taco. Uh, cool. broke his collar broke his collarbone we, we had such crazy whiplash the next day we couldn't get out of bed like we had bunk beds and like we had to call Oh yeah. We, we had to call our friends to help us get out of bed. It was so bad. Like it would have killed. Like if if we, if we were forty, we'd been dead. Damn. But like, luckily, we were eighteen. And, and and my dad, my dad literally cracked my Fast and Furious DVD in front of me. Oh my god! That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, you, oh. I wish you could have saved that, and then you could frame that because that'd be great. Uh, so terrible. 
<laughs> it makes me laugh. It, I mean, yeah, twenty years later, it makes me laugh a bunch or whatever yeah. this was. I mean, that is later. it is funny because you're alive. Yeah, yeah, would have been way less silly <laughs> yeah. had Josh died. Yeah. But uh, no, everybody, everybody's cool. Josh's shoulder still hurts. Sup, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, collarbones are little bitches. They're the little bitch bone of the body, and we've all broken yeah. them. So at least any any cool guy I know has broken them. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll leave it there. We'll call Josh a cool guy for me breaking stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. he's a he's a cool guy. I feel I feel like people that get in car accidents because they're they're shitty friend drivers are all heroes. Yeah, totally. He, he he was a hero. I I pulled him out uh, by his broken arm, and he barely oh. screamed. Like he he had you know that you know when like you scream, but your just mouth opens <laughs> and yep. no noise comes out. I still remember pulling him out and getting the open mouth. Like, oh my gosh, it hurts so bad, but my vocal cords don't my vocal cords don't work. Yeah. So yeah. So that's emblazoned on the on the memory of my Fast and Furious days. That movie has done a lot of great things for a lot of people. Especially, especially uh, suggesting SR20 engine swaps on Honda Civics. Uh, yeah, those will fetch a fair amount. Yeah, I'd, the weekend. Yeah, I, I'd say I could probably be like a doctor or a lawyer if I'd never seen that movie. I'm curious yeah. what my life would be. It'd be very different, I imagine. Like I, uh, I don't, I don't know. I think that's a, I'm sure we wouldn't have had good lives. Yeah, well, yeah, I've only seen like half of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> Corey yeah. seems like such a man. Uh, he se- he seems way more manly than uh, than many of my car friends. Who, Corey? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, right. I don't know if that's true. No, well, but I, yeah, I, but I, I haven't talked, but it's like yeah, they're he, supposed he, to be like younger kids or whatever, but they're really not. And I don't know. I, I like I remember like my when I, that movie came out, I had a I had a blazer, a K five blazer, four by four. Yeah, it was a pretty cool one. And when that movie came out, I sold it and bought a 78 Datsun 280Z. Well, that's not bad. You, dude, it was mint. And those cars never sold in Mexico. So I, met, I, I found one, and they were super rare. So everybody thought I had some kind of Jaguar or, or Porsche did you say, or something. Did you say Jawa? Like Jawa. Stars? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that you're talking about Jawas from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I would take a Jawa if someone offered me one. Please, thank you. But, so, but yeah, I mean, I was I was twenty two years old. Blazer or whatever. Yeah, well, but I mean, I was twenty two years old, like, and yeah. I was driving a car that was like pretty damn cool back home because you couldn't see any 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 of those, and it was like nice silver. It was in perfect shape. So, to me, it was like, oh yeah, I'm like now I'm one of those guys. You know, I have like a cool car, and it was just young kid. Then did the babes come right away, or did how did the babes work? It was this? a magnet. Yeah, absolutely. Like just going to the car wash. I kid you not. Just going to the car wash. It was like if there was if there was a couple girls or something outside. They'd be like, "Oh, nice Porsche." Yeah, to like, spray them with a hose to get them off your car. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the feeling. My CRX just drops them panties. Woo! You oh. have a CRX now, or that was then? Oh, uh, still do, baby. Oh yeah, man. We we're talking about yeah. those. Uh, I think. I don't remember when Paco and I were talking about. Somewhere on this trip, we're talking about CRXs and Giant how fan. awesome they are. I've Chris, never actually Chris, been inside of a CRX. You're missing out, man. That's pretty cool. Uh, Chris and I, Chris, the the founder of Grid Life, he he's also a giant CRX nerd, and so we are. He has a couple. I have a couple. We we do CRX things. Yeah, I have three. What? 
I have one. I have three right now, and I have two uh, two hatchbacks of the same generation. <laughs> Aren't they all hatchbacks? No. Well, CRX, there's the CRX, and which is kind of a hatchback, and then there's the then there's like the hatchback, which is like you know the roof goes straight and it drops back. The so. e, the EF. Yeah, my my hatch was in Super Street in like '09, and my CRX was just in S3 Magazine a couple of years, or like a, six months ago. Oh shit! So these are actual real builds. They're not like junkyard. No, no, they're junkyard. My, my, <laughs> no, they're, they're turds. They're total turds. They really are, but uh, they're unique. So, um, my CRX is a, a SCCA and NASA wheel to wheel car. But uh, awesome. and then it gets it promptly got smashed after uh, after it was featured in magazines. <laughs> Smashed on the track or smashed uh, on yeah, the track? at Road Atlanta actually <laughs> at Road Atlanta in March. Uh, what uh what happened there? Uh, I was going up the up the hill, you know, did ten A, ten B, and up uh, under the I bridge. Was in the starting lap. It was it was before the start, and a car in the front of my line that I was in. They line you up left left and left and right, uh, like you know lines of twenty or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I was like fifth or sixth back on the right hand side, and the guy in the front went from like third to first instead of like third to fourth, yeah. or like second second to first instead of second to third or something like that. Um, and so he slowed way down, and then like caused an accordion effect, and an RX8 made sweet love to me. Um, oh no! At a, at a high high rate of speed, <laughs> but wow. it's back to life. It's on the lift right next to me in the garage. So. I was gonna say, yeah. you saw what was the name of the the guy in that Civic, that super fast Civic? Will uh, Will Young. Yeah. Yeah. Do you saw this in in car video? Oh, it's that terrifying. Posted that he almost smashes into a line of cars. Yeah, we we had we called an emergency time attack meeting. Uh, I I called an emergency time attack meeting in Grid uh, uh, after seeing the video of that because he walked up to me and said, "You got to see this. We got to fix this." Um, yeah. Because people were like taking their warm up lap at like 20 miles an hour, uh, even though in all three drivers' meetings prior to that session, this is the last day of, of grid life. Um, all three drivers' meetings, I said, take your warm up lap nice and tight. Everybody stay tight, go fast. Uh, and then before that session went out, I literally rode up and down the paddock or the grid in my bike and told every car, stay tight on the warm up lap. And then Will shows me video of dudes going, you know, putting a thousand feet between them and the next car. Oh and him, dude, he bombed them at like he had a hundred miles an hour more speed than they did going into ten. Easily, was, easily, easily, yeah, oh, yeah. easily a hundred miles an hour more speed. Terrifying, but Will's a Will's a good driver, and those dudes stayed out of their way, out of his way. So, all's well that ends well, I guess. But yeah, that uh, freaking Road Atlanta is so hard to run an event at compared to stupid Gingerman. <laughs> <laughs> Gingerman's so easy. It's like it's like we we pull up and they like throw us the keys and they're like have fun, bro. And, and we've done it there like for twelve years, so it's easy. You can probably it's see the whole, the whole track, right? You can see a lot of it, yeah. Especially from the tower, okay. you can see almost everything. And and you can go over to Spectator Hill, which is like you know they call it a hill, but it's twelve feet higher than like the Spectator rest of the Berm. Place. Yeah, Spectator Berm, like off by turn three, four, and and then you can see all the cool stuff. You can see basically everything there, but. Um, yeah, you guys should come up to Gridlife Festival there. It's uh, the festival part of that is it's like standing room only. It's like a, it's like a, you know, it's like a packed elevator. The place is full. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully we're not fired. No, yeah. it's, uh, well, if we can land the man panda, Jared Deanda, I think maybe, uh, maybe you are, but you never know. Oh, wow, <laughs> you're saying that he's better than us. <laughs> I'm absolutely not saying that at all. I think I'm actually having quite a bit of fun talking to you guys. Uh, well, in the in the booth for a few minutes here and there, but 
Um, I, I was so hot and sweaty when we were talking to Sam in the booth because yep. like the du- the PA dudes like shut the door and I just like ran across the whole track. And then I'm like, like all of a sudden I felt like, well, if I don't open this door and cool down, I think I might pass out. And Sam's just looking at me like, why are you sweating so much, dude? No, I wasn't looking at you like that. I was looking at you because I was about to pass out. So yeah, it looks like so hot. <laughs> I wasn't judging. I was about to die. Yeah, I don't think there were any AC vents in the uh, in the PA booth on the tower. Definitely right not. And the sun in the afternoon, yeah. the sun was like coming straight in. And, and it, that's the only. If you looked at if you look at turn at, at floor two, uh, that's the only room that's not tinted. Um, like all the rest of them are tinted, and that room just got hot. And, hot. and uh, yeah, it got it got got awkward in there for a few minutes. But awkward had, or sexy? Uh, well, it's one and the same. Really. Couple so, couple sweaty men in there. It was great. I've I've never not had awkward sex. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, we, we had fun talking about, uh, Paco's weird cars when he was up there with us. Yeah. <laughs> I think we what? talked about, uh, his, his freaking Previa and his, uh, whatever that Buick thinger is. And yeah, it's, it's like a dealership uh, for, uh, for forgotten cars. Oh do, yeah. He's got an Aztec. You have an Aztec too, Paco? <laughs> yep. Oh goodness. Yep. What you, I, I mean, <laughs> just ask, I got them all. What, what else, what else do you currently possess? Right now, okay. So I would say I re- poor judgment. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> so I have two two eighty Zs. The one that I my original car that I brought it from Mexico, I still have it. And uh, one that I supposedly turning into a drift car is it's still like right now just an, a shell. Um, have the Avalanche, the Aztec. The <laughs> Buick Riata, uh, Subaru SVX, the one, <laughs> the one with the weird windows, and that one that one has a manual transmission conversion. So manuel, oh nice, <laughs> manuel. It's, it's rare, you know, and it it, it 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 drives pretty cool. Okay, what's some... a manuel transmission? <laughs> Is that some sort of Mexican mod that you do? Yeah, it means it means that it tiene cinco velocidades. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It has a double direct transmission. Uh, I also have that Grand Prix that I bought to swap into the Miata, into the Miata, into the Riata. Yeah. Miata, uh, Riata, same thing. Yeah, the same. Miata, uh, Riata. That's that's like uh, that's like saying pickup truck uh, cozy coupe. Those are very different things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so far, you have like all the cars that like all these manufacturers either wish they forgot or just forgot to advertise all on you know in general. But he, he forgot to mention that he has the best minivan something. ever. Yeah, I definitely, was... yeah, definitely love like cars that are kind of like weird that people don't know what they are because like people yeah, look at them and they're of, like, yeah. dude, what the hell is this thing? Like, and they all have very unique uh, features. Like the Riata has a touchscreen. From 1988 and has a digital touchscreen inside the car. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. That, Does it work? You control, yeah, it works. You control the radio, the the air conditioning, trip computer. Like it has a bunch of features in that little touchscreen. It's just like a little green screen. Hmm. Yeah. That's so that that shocks me that it has a touchscreen. I would imagine it's got those 80s Buick like levers. They're all chromed and black. You know, black and chrome. <laughs> you slide it left or right. No, this this car was totally like 
not the typical GM car. And they and were. Does all this? Does all this stuff actually yeah. work? Yeah, everything still works. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah I mean, the, the car is great. I bought it running and driving, and everything was fine, and everything worked on it, even though it's all it's all beat up. And this is my second Riata. My previous one was mint. I really I regret like, selling that one. I feel like your car collection is kind of like uh, they call like the repo lot grab bag. It's like, oh, I'd like, I'd like a bunch of cars. I've got like 500 bucks. What can you do for me? Dude, this thing's... Like, well, I just found a Riata. I found a Riata on oh, Craigslist here in LA. There you go. Buy it, dude. 1300 bucks. There you Don't go. What's here? Austin, it's, a bad buy. <laughs> it's a 90. Oh, that one doesn't have the touchscreen. Oh, really? So... 88 and 89. Oh, it seems okay. like... like a... The it seems like buying the one without the touchscreen. Whoa! Touch this one's there's a '90 Riata convertible for sale. Yep, they're rare. Are the, the convertibles are rare? So if I'm gonna get one, like I need a, a one with a touchscreen and no roof. They don't make the convertibles until '90 and '91. Oh, so, so you can't get the, the two. and '89 are the ones to get if you want the touchscreen. I got a sawzall. Oh, there you go. We're fine. <laughs> It never you rains in L.A. You, you sold your Sawzall when you moved. Actually, I gave it away. I gave it away. This, <laughs> why does this <laughs> dashboard look like it's... This dashboard looks like it's out of a Fiero. I, was, I mean, that same design studio from back in the day. Very square. Speaking of, speaking of which, why don't you have a Fiero, dude? You I think you need a Fiero. <laughs> no, it's too common. Yeah, you need a Fiero and like a... You need like a... You need a Camaro Berlinetta with those tiny 14-inch wheels. <laughs> IROC, IROC T28. Best car ever made. IROC Z is the best car ever made. Fastest car ever made. Fastest Got a small style. block with an RV cam. 400 horses. <laughs> That's Paco's favorite <laughs> thing to say. That's a formula. <laughs> uh, well, it's, uh, so you got to use the RV cam, though, because then it makes the car a sleeper, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's oh, that's, gross. That's, that's a technical. Thing. Oh, that is killer. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. Oh wait, yeah, uh, okay, you got me. That's so that bad, a good pun. <laughs> See, is, that, is that a pun or is that just a bad line? I think I it's just I a. I think it's both. No, no, it's a little of both. That's an A plus pun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm into it. Um, I'm into it a lot. I'm I'm getting tired. I think I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah. On that note. Looks like. <laughs> well, well. Anyways. Well, where where can no, people uh, find out more about you guys? Uh, www.spaghetti. Uh, what are the meatballs or legs? Paco, help me out here. It's hashtag AOL. Hashtag AOL. Uh, Actually, so I'll joke it aside. It's it's HTTP semicolon backslash backslash www.maximumdriftcast.com that's our that's our podcast and, and uh, how many http backslash colons is there it's not please HTTP. interrupt me please it's not http uh, is http S? colon backslash backslash www.driftidiot.com that's me and paco where are you uh Tofudriftvan.com. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about Paco's Tofu Drift Van. He's got a Previa that he drifts with. Well, you got to do like a special two-hour episode to talk about so that. Weird. I want right, to go. I want to go to Phoenix yeah, just to see the Tofu Drift Van. Yeah, yeah when are you guys coming to Phoenix? I think this winter we need to go to Phoenix. We have a couple friends there too, so 
and you guys. You have a couple more now. Maybe. We can, uh, <laughs> it's Sam debatable. No, no, we can all go out and watch the dust storm together. <laughs> Sweet. It's beautiful. It'll be, it'll be fun. All right. Well, um, so we're going to, I'll throw, uh, I'll shoot the audio that, that Paco and I recorded at, uh, at Grid Life over to, to, to Austin and he can push, put that up at the back of this. Cool. I'm seeing my, my mouth isn't working anymore. That's how tired I am. Mm-hmm. Power's um, wheel, bro. Power's wheel. Yeah. Power's wheel. Power's yeah. wheel. Power. Power wheels, power wheels. Uh, <laughs> and, and so, may, so maybe you'll hear Sam and I, or Paco and I, talking about. And I think Tom O'Gorman was on that too, uh, and a lot of radio contacts. So I, so Paco, I leave Paco hanging. There's like nice dead air space. It's gonna be great audio. You love it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really killing the game today, aren't we? Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, it's uh, it's bedtime for Adam. So I hope you it. guys, you guys can keep talking. You can do whatever you nope. want. You know. Nope. Nope, nope, I'm out. Sounds like nope. <laughs> Screw I've this. Gotta eat I am out. By that I mean drink beer. So uh, I just had three or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so dude. Well, thank, thanks for coming on our show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, man. All right, see you guys. See ya. <laughs> Have a good night, bro. Hey. Welcome to Slow Angle Show at Grid Light. Hey. Perfect. Welcome to Slope Angle Show at Grid Life. This is weird. Um, we're standing in Grid. I'm running the event. I haven't had time to eat lunch, so I'm going to eat a burrito. It's going to be awesome and delicious. It's from Chipotle, and I didn't have to pay for it, so that was cool. That burrito um, looks pretty good, man. It's uh, it's basic burrito. It's a white man burrito with only salsa, uh, meat, and cheese. So. It's all about the cheese. I'm super boring. I'm so boring. (laughs) Um, Who are we standing here with? Who do we got? Hi. Hey, Paco. Hi. How are you guys doing? uh, Introduce yourself and what you do and why you are here. I'm uh, Paco Ibarra. Uh, I do a little silly podcast called Maximum Driftcast. Yep. The only Driftcast that is a Driftcast that's a Driftcast. Pretty much. Yeah, or something. It sounds like you've listened to our show. Yeah, I'm a big fan, actually. I'm sorry, man. Like You have to go through our... Two hours of us blabbering and saying all, all our nonsense. It's, the, it's uh, I've been really addicted ever since we found out you were coming to our event. Thank you. Yeah, where, uh, where are you guys from? We are based in Phoenix, Arizona. Yep, I knew that. But the listeners don't know that. Yeah, well, so now now people know. Um, and uh, we uh, got invited to come do a little bit of announcing for mostly the drift part of the event. Yep. And uh, apparently now we're going to do a little bit of... Uh, time attack announcing as well. Try to make it a little funny. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll probably record some of this, some of that uh, while we do it. I'll record it on this thing. Perfect. So. You, to- you totally don't sound like you're eating a burrito. No, I actually do. <laughs> I sound like it a lot. Um, is this your first uh, actual track event too? No, I mean I I've uh, I've attended plenty of track events before in Arizona we have a pretty good uh, presence uh, with NASA okay and uh, pretty much every time we have uh, we have a uh, drift events there's somebody doing testing and driving around uh, at our local track wild horse pass yeah yeah, yeah. and um, uh, done a little bit of announcing over there for our drifting and never really for for time attack or any other kind of racing so yeah we'll see um, the uh, the NASA scene out there. How big is the How big is it in Phoenix area? I guess it, it's it's fairly big. Like we have a lot of drivers who actually travel all over the states. 
Uh, I think one of the, ac the actual champion of uh, Time Attack Unlimited, uh, Nick Skir uh, Tony Skirza. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He he's based in Phoenix. I know that name. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, one of our local guys who is one of those racing heroes. Yeah, he's very fast. Yeah, he's um, little. My, my co-host Austin knows him. I'm sure. Nice. Yeah, um, he, yeah, he, he was a big NASA TT guy also. So. Yep. And we have a bunch of other guys, the guys from uh, Snail Performance. Yep, yep. Uh, couple, they both drive uh, Subarus. Yeah. The, the, uh, the drift scene, how big is that out there? See, it's not as big as uh, other, other cities where just like drifting events every other week. Yeah. But it's getting definitely a lot bigger. We, we're holding events pretty much once a month. Yep. And cool. sometimes we have up to 120 drivers. Drifting drivers? Yes. Oh my gosh. So, it's crazy That's because... That's got to be so many pickup truck load of fiberglass bumpers. Oh, no, the, <laughs> bro, the thing is, like, most of the cars that show up, it's, it's kind of like a race what you bring. Yeah, like stockish And they'll have a lot, a lot of stockish uh, yeah. or, like, pieces of junk, which is kind of like the typical drift car, I guess. Yep, yep. But it's a good, it's a good sign that you see a lot of people. Uh, at some points, it makes it slower for the most advanced drivers. So we recently started doing groups. Yep. Uh, so Woo! yeah. Everybody with uh, without a roll cage, without modification, all that, they get on the, the beginners group. Yeah. And they just go and spin and have fun. That makes sense. And then the, uh, the medium and advanced already roll cage cars, modifications, angle kits. And those guys don't spin, so they just go, 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 go. Yeah. It's, That's cool. it's definitely not, not a bad scene. They, uh, the, they, most of them using street tires, just hard compound stuff, or? Uh, well, for drift, I mean, there's always like the, the kind of guys who just raise whatever they can find yeah. because it, it's, <laughs> just it's expensive. Just go to Craigslist and buy tires. Oh yeah, all the time. Uh, go to Mexican Janteras yeah. and just grab a bunch of used tires. Whatever size works. Whatever size, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter if they have a lot of thread or not. Is yeah. whatever you have. That's right. But cool. yeah, some of the guys, some of the pro, the, the more, more pro guys, they definitely they already have like some kind of sponsorship with tires. Yeah, and yeah. That's they, sweet. Uh, 70, $70 to $120 each tire. So, some of these guys brought so many tires to this event. Like, it's amazing how fast they go through. I think Forsberg told me he had 17 sets. Ridiculous, man. Yeah. And he's going uh, one set per lap. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nuts. It's insane. I've never seen somebody enter so fast as he did that last session, man. I think this was a historical moment. It was so fast and so high up the hill. Um, he told well, me I, last night he was aiming for 140 mile per hour initiation. Hopefully sure sounded tomorrow. Like it, man. He passed. I was about three feet from him when he went past. Yeah. And like my my clothes got sucked off of me almost. <laughs> like my shirt like pulled Just away from it. me. Yeah. It's rad, dude. Yeah, and he's driving that big car. I it, mean, it's so big. It's such a big. Yeah. It's a M45 Infinity so M45. Big. That's got a VK. Something. It's a VK V8 engine. Yeah. It's pretty much the same setup he had on his 370C, just okay. without the nitrous. Yeah, it's, it was Jeff Stoneback had that at uh, our Grid Life Midwest event. Yep. Um, and the thing sounds great. It's so cool to see four people in the thing. You had a chance to ride on it? I haven't. No, it was booked the whole time. You should yeah. because that thing is insane. Let's make an announcement for the next grid here. Pause for announcements. Uh, what time is it? This is what I do all day. I look at my watch. I'm like, hey, what time is it? It is 2.50 HPD Intermediate. Last call. HPDE Intermediate. 50 scheduled time. 310 is the next session, HPDE beginner. So 20 minute call, HPD beginner. Grid is yours, HPD intermediate checker is out in advanced. 
Yeah, so that's what I do the whole time. I look at the schedule constantly. I solve a problem every 30 seconds. And now I have put enough people in place to solve those problems that I can stand under a tent and screw off a little bit here. Looks, so, like, you ha looks like you have it figured out pretty good. We've been doing these, these stupid things for 14 years. Wow. It just keeps getting crazier as we add grid life elements, you know? I was going to say, uh, like, uh, these grid life events are pretty much like the American Gat Bill. That's what it says. It's it's just pretty much what it is, you know, like all kinds Gaty of Bill. racing. Gaty Bill. Gaty Bill. Gaty Bill. Gaty Bill. Uh, all kinds of racing. Yep. Uh, live bands. Last night you guys had uh, Andrew WK. And that was yeah, Black amazing. Black Pistol Fire and Andrew WK. Black Pistol Fire, they were cool. Black Pistol Fire was really good. It was so cool. And I think it started raining while they were playing. So it was just yeah. like so southern. Yeah. It was like the perfect setup. Yeah, it was And we rad. don't get any rain in Arizona, so I was so happy that I was getting wet. It was so nice to be cold. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> For once. It's so nice. It's been, been covered in other kind of fluid that is not sweat. Yeah, it was very different. But yeah, the uh, there's a wide variety of cars here. Uh, we have probably never had so many different cars on track. I was gonna say, man, like from a little from a little booth up there, I was watching from minivans, station wagons. Uh, there's like a supercar from the guys from LoveFab. Yeah. I don't even know what that thing is called. That is uh, the NV8. Pike, it's a Pikes Peak build. Wow. It's going to be a Pikes Peak car. Got uh, it. He's still shaking it down. This is only his second event with it. So. Nice. Uh, it looked like the body was shaking a little bit in the last run. It kind of wow. freaked me out. It looks he's, insane. He's on track right now with it. Got it. But uh, yeah, that thing is nuts. I was actually Cody's crew chief in 2012 oh, nice. and uh, at Pikes Peak. You ever been to Pikes Peak race uh, or no? I wish I... We weren't supposed to go. If sometime. you ever have time to go to that event, it's insane. It, but it's also it's it's kind of, it makes you nervous because it's it's, it's so, so dangerous. And it's like yeah, it's so dangerous and so big, and it takes like 40 minutes to get to the top of the hill. Yeah, what's what's the what's the record like? 11 minutes? No, it's like eight now. Already? Jesus. Yeah, uh, Sebastian Loeb, I think. Yeah, uh, that's right. He it. just yeah. did it last it, uh, uh, two years ago. Two years um, ago. And now uh, the the electric record, I think Reese Millen is under nine minutes or. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a video I saw. Yeah, and that's an EV, an electric vehicle. It's a Hyundai, right? Hyundai electric. I think it's got a Hyundai sticker on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the weirdest thing about those EV ones, when you're, uh, they still do it too, I think, is they're so quiet, and there's a lot of people right against the track, you know? Yeah. The, uh, the weird. Thank you. Thanks, Tom O'Gorman. <laughs> The, the weirdest thing about them is they're quiet, and so they got like a dumb siren. It sounds like a car alarm or something, you know? Yeah, it's, I, I <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> it's so strange. It has to be so annoying for the driver. It's, it's Yeah, 10 minutes of listening to your car alarm go yeah. off on your roof. <laughs> I woke up already. Yeah. Turn it off. It's uh, it's a weird scene, Pikes Peak. It's got so many different cars, everything from like vintage muscle cars to bikes. and uh, It's changing because of the safety and the danger and stuff, but yeah. uh, it's a cool event. So well, if you ever I mean, spectate, it, it's rad. It definitely changed up when they decided to pave the mid-half mm -hmm. up in the mountain. That's what made, um, here, here comes right now, the NBA. That's what made him build a car was it's all paved. Yeah. And the which first is, year he went, it was first year it was Which paved. I think it's crazy because they probably did it for safety and now people go faster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the paving is like, oh, you know, they were having way too many accidents. Floor it. That's right. What, what kind of power plants on that? It's a twin turbo LS3, like a drift car. Pretty much. It, it makes like 880 right now. Nice. Like and it probably weighs 1,000 pounds. I think it weighs, it's like 12, 15, something like that. Just it's nuts. It's wow. so light. Um, the arrow, I, I want to say it generates like 4,000 or 3,000. Looks like the entire car's body is one piece of arrow. Yeah, it's, it's all just, arrow. Yeah. It's, and it's all carbon, too. He laid it all himself nice. and everything. Oh, but yeah, sweet. quite a car, man. I think and then we have a BMW station wagon. That's also very aerodynamic. Yeah, it's got those sweet SSR comps, too. <laughs> 
Nice. The uh, you saw the minivan out there? I saw that. Uh, the, well, there was a, like a stock uh, Toyota Two minivans. Minivan. Yeah. It looks like that's just a rental vehicle. Yeah, our, our buddy Promo Ravi from Detroit. He, he his his time attack oh. cars again broken. It's broken every nice. time. <laughs> and so he rented this minivan, and I was like, dude, he's he's like, but it's a sport edition, and it's all wheel oh. drive. Oh, and is like, it? All right, okay. cool. <laughs> Sounds like like a track car. I think right somebody's there. looking for me. Hang on a second. Maybe they're not. The radios are haunting me, okay. like all day. Like I, I was, I was laying in bed last night, and like my brain is like, oh, it's like, that. thinking I'm hearing the radio. I'm like feeling for it in my sleep. I feel you. It's, it's know, a terrible haunting feeling. feeling. <laughs> I'm gonna check with the uh, track here sure. real quick. Adam, to control, how are things looking for this session? Uh, so good. Do you need me? No problem. Just hit me up. Okie dokie. Thank you, sir. Yeah, the track's been really good to work with. It's, uh, it's the first time we've ever been here, obviously. Nice. Um, but the track staff is rad. Well, this track is its like almost historic. They're so it's, pro, too. They're so professional. Yeah. But uh, It definitely helps working with people who knows what they're doing. This wind is kicking the up. The wind's about to. I am afraid for our canopy at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding it. If we just hang on to it, we're probably fine. see me flying with it away. Does this thing have a vent in the top? Yeah, it does. Uh, this uh, this uh, this wind does feel pretty good. I would it's, say at least it feels pretty pretty sweet. I don't think it's wrecking the the sound quality, but I'll find out when I edit the show. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, uh, our podcast, like we've done a couple episodes where the audio is so terrible. We do that every time. <laughs> so yeah. I guess the people just gets used to. Oh, okay, but here's another another bad one. I'll just. Our, our, I think it was our third show. Uh, Austin and I were still figuring it out. We had these like $50 microphones that were USB. You plug them in your computer. And uh, I forgot to select on like my recording software. I, I didn't select the Samson Go mic. Oh. I selected... The, right, they they it, integrated a microphone was, on the laptop. Yeah, it was the built-in, like the regular mic. And it was the worst audio ever. <laughs> but we still put it out. So it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Yeah, I mean, like, it's funny. Like a lot of people on... Leaves a comments like, "Oh, this episode sounds like shit. You guys are terrible. Your fans are too picky, man. <laughs> but our, our fans are a loving four or five thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we encourage people to be to be rude with us because our our show is a little a little uh, yeah, tongue like, in cheek. I comment. love your uh, I love your questions. Oh yeah, uh, we, what's what's the guy who Iron Dookie? Iron Dookie, that, that's, that's a that's great a big questions. hitter. <laughs> He's got great great questions. Hang it's on, funny Chris because half the, half the time he actually puts on real legit questions. Yeah, but then like. His third question is something funny, so I was like, you know, we just gotta go with the funny one. The, the questions are the best. Uh, they're probably the best part of your uh, of your show. <laughs> I got a second, Chris. Look for sure. Chris, what's up, buddy? The car show uh, awards in about five minutes uh, up at the Southern Crash booth. Hold on, guys. If you can, um, if you can do two announcements, one right now and then one right at three, uh, just to hammer it in, that'd be great. Alright, you're just on flip angle too, so say hello. Hey guys. <laughs> All right, I'll do it right now. Yes. Anything else to say, Chris? Uh, no, that's it. <laughs> so boring, dude. <laughs> I'm busy, man. What's going on? Yeah, we are doing a good life, so I'll make those announcements. Up by Southern Fresh Booth. All right, here, here we go with an announcement. Hey, Mike Cohen, say hello. What's up? Hey, everybody. The uh, Mike Cohn, one of our lead instructors, doing great. Hold this mic and say hello and tell us what you're eating. 
What's up? Is this yes, this is intermediate. I am paying it. I'm still doing my job. I'm still doing my job. We're just recording a podcast. The uh, it's been a busy day. Are you doing all right? Okay, hang on, hang on, listeners. Listen to the glorious sounds, or just listen to Paco looking at me like, "What should I say?" <laughs> Two laps or a black flag in this session. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get we're a, back. We get a lot. Hello. We get a lot of little like two-second questions, and that's the whole day. Yeah. It's the whole day. But uh, yeah, luckily we have a huge track here, so we have like extra room and space. Everybody's spread out through yeah. the whole. So it takes a little longer for the complaints to come to you. Yeah, it does. I can hide. I can just like hide in a tent. Well, but yesterday you were wearing a bright yellow shirt. Everybody could find you. Now I see you're wearing camo. To me, you're, yeah. you're, right now you're just like a floating head. I'm just hiding. hiding yeah, I, can, uh, I can only see your head. I don't see yeah. anything behind I'm just it. just a bobblehead. Exactly. The, uh, I wonder how this audio is coming in with, uh, with, uh, over, the, over the podcast. I love, I love some of the V8 sounds. I'm oh, yeah. so in love with the V8 sounds. The, uh, the drift cars are the craziest sounding things I've ever heard. Yes, they're constantly on the rev limiter. Yeah. Well, one of them, I think it was a 2JZ car. Um, or maybe it was RB, I don't know. But he went out. It was the first session yesterday, uh-huh. and I'm working. I'm working grid up there with Nick Swan, who's killing it, by the way. Nick rules. He's doing a great job. Uh, so we have to stop the cars up on the straightaway. Yep. And then they're released into the drift section, and then they come back around, and we have basically a grid on the straight. And this car, it's 240, takes off, and it backfired so loud that I, I literally almost peed my pants. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom, and it scared. It, it was a gunshot. Oh, yeah. So loud. It's I called, wasn't prepared for they this. They call it the anti-lag. Yeah, I was not prepared for it. Yeah, and uh, Drift World, we just call it the pop-ups. Yeah, and it's pop-up bang, bang. We don't, we don't, We're not exactly sure what it does, yeah. but it just sounds amazing. I think it spools the turbo or something like that. Yeah, but, you know, and, and like I always like to say that uh, drifting is 50% a, a popularity contest yeah. and 50% racing. Yep. So part of that popularity contest is who's got the best-sounding car with the, most, with the most pops. That makes sense. And Ryan Turk is one of those guys with the big pop-ups. Bang, bang, baby. Yep. Hey, Tom O'Gorman. What's shaking, buddy? Tom O'Gorman, uh, Proly World Challenge driver. You want to say hello to Paco from ba- Maximum Driftcast? Hi, Paco from what was it? Maximum Driftcast. Maximum Driftcast. Yeah. Hello. They're, they're doing the drift you. announcing. <laughs> how, uh, how was your session, Tom? Well, I have two questions. Yes. Uh, first of all, were you impressed with my 70 horsepower Civic? Yeah, dude, it's so loud. What? So loud. So loud what? I can't It was so loud. Exactly, exactly. And two, <laughs> did I win? You won the track day, yeah. What? You set the track day record. Track day record, yes. sweet. Um, how's, how's grid going? It's fantastic. Good, good. Are you uh, are you Mr. still? Giles mo- has it locked down right now. Does Giles have the track mic or the track radio? Was that a serious question or a podcast? Or question? do you have it? Giles has it. it. Okay. No, I mean, does he have this radio? I am. I'm bringing him a water too. Okay. Um, this is riveting content. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what happens at Grid Life. It's a it's a bunch of people talking to each other at the same yes. time, making people not crash into walls. So, well, Paco, let's record more when we're doing time attack. Time attack. Yeah, we'll do time attack silliness. I have a question. So, what does it take yeah. to get to drive uh, to, to drive one of the Grid Life events? Uh, you go to Grid.life and you buy a spot if really they're just available. That's it? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. The, the problem with our Midwest events is they sell out crazy fast. Our, our Grid Life Festival at Gingerman sold out in 19 minutes. Wow. Um, this event took a little longer, but it's still because it was new. Still sold out. I yeah. mean, the track event sold out. Uh, we're still letting spectators. You could put you could put 20,000 people here. Awesome. But um, yeah, yeah I, go. I, I would love to like one day at least take a couple laps around in the in my van. Well, I can uh, I can hook this up tomorrow if you like. Well, but I don't have my van here. That's true. But it'll be pretty sweet. I will. I mean, I, I would just love to get into this track. I have a lot of hours on Forza. And Everybody Rancher says that I got so many hours on Forza. Like, I, I know the track. <laughs> no, I swear. It's uh, yeah. We should get you in a car just so you can see it in real life. I would just love to be a passenger. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't need to drive. Yeah, we can hook that up uh, like within the minute if you like. Perfect. So. I'll be amazing. Um, all right, we'll do some more recording in like. Uh, what time is that? Perfect. At? That would be at four o'clock. So after drift in an hour, I'll meet you up there. Okay. So all right, if you want to stop by, if you have time, yes. stop by our drift booth. Uh, well, before we forget. Tell us uh, where to find Maximum Driftcast. Maximum Driftcast. You can find us on Instagram at Maximum Driftcast. Uh, definitely, you want to listen to the show, go on iTunes or Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, just search Maximum Driftcast. It, and on Facebook, Maximum Driftcast. It might, the first couple times, like you don't know all the drivers' names you're talking about. And you don't know who you guys are. And now I'm totally addicted. And I think it's the greatest. It's probably my favorite show right it's, now. Uh, what, we, we really try not to be that savvy. Yeah. I mean, so we we're, it's not that we are that smart, that we know everything, but we are aware that we don't know everything. And, and, and you do a good job we of take expressing advantage the fact of our ignorance. Of, uh, your, your lack of knowledge. So. <laughs> <laughs> you do very, very well. We Thank just you. saw a man nipple, too. That was sweet. Yeah, What's up, like, Louie? There's everything on this. It's a really this interesting place. I love it. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll record more in an hour. Perfect. I'll just put the thing on the on the table when we're talking. Uh -huh. It'll be perfect. Excellent. Uh, the audio would be mediocre at best. I mean, so, I'm, I'm used to that. So if people have listened thus far, <laughs> we're about 20 minutes in. Uh, strap in, folks. It's going to get bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get worse. Oh, it'll be something. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for having me, man.